Hey, welcome in. Happy football season. 19 days to the start of the college football season for your Texas Longhorns. We're coming to you live from the capital city of the great state. We're overlooking downtown Austin and the University of Texas. And welcome to the weekly broadcast that understands, like you do, that the pride and tradition of the Texas football program will never be entrusted to the timid of the week uh, or the athletic department. That's why we bring it strong every week. It's the Eyes on Texas multicast because our eyes are firmly on Texas football. We're a product of the Republic of Football on Dave Campbell's Texas Football Podcast Network. We are powered by our presenting partners at Grande Equipment and our five other founding partners. We appreciate them so much. I'm Aaron Hogan, morning show host at the Horn here in Austin. Have been for the last 13 years, 25 years here in Austin. My usual co-host is the senior writer at Dave Campbell's Texas Football. He is Mike Craven. He's out on assignment this week once again with DCFT. He'll be back next Monday to join us as we count down the clock to Texas football. But we still have a jam-packed show included in the conversation coming up in our Second, our third and fourth quarter. You know the show, break it into four quarters of the halftime, just like a game. In our third and fourth quarter, Lifetime Longhorn Diamante Tucker Dorsey is going to join us, tell his story, get the full intel on his, his one year here at Texas, how he landed at Texas, and what he's doing now. Also, his thoughts on this year's team, and especially the linebacker core. Uh, he really is great friends with Jalen Ford, great friends with uh, David Benda and Anthony Hill. And he's going to give us the real inside skinny behind the curtain. On the Longhorns. Also, he's an amazing story of what he has used college athletics to become and where he's headed. You're really going to want to be with us for our third and fourth quarters, as usual. We'll have that for you coming up. Uh, that will be there. So, also, we'll get the full intel on last week's huge commitment for the Longhorns that they landed in the uh, recruiting season. Colin Simmons out of Duncanville, Texas. Could that lead to a domino effect of top prospects across Texas and across the country? Uh, five stars potentially following Colin Simmons, just like Arch Manning did last year on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, we'll also have a full update on this past Saturday's big training camp and scrimmage, uh, training camp scrimmage that they had. We got it all for you here on the multicast. It keeps you on top of all things Texas football. We call it a multicast because it's available to watch for your viewing pleasure on Dave Campbell's Texas football YouTube channel, also at the Horn FM and Austin's YouTube channel. Hopefully, you're a subscriber. Please become one. Also available for download. If you just want to listen while you're working out or driving or uh, you know taking a walk, whatever, listen at your leisure at iTunes and Spotify. Every week, we record on a Monday night. It will be dropped by yesterday, by tomorrow, and so you'll have it for your, your Tuesday listening pleasure, and we appreciate you doing that. Also, follow the show on our Twitter account, Eyes on Texas FB on Twitter, Instagram, Eyes on Texas Pod, and we're also now on Facebook right there for you with our new Facebook page, Eyes on Texas Podcast on Facebook. Thanks for uh, following that and being a part of it. That's where we'll pump out a ton of information, fresh content all the time throughout the week, especially as we get closer to football season. We said this past Saturday was three weeks to the season, 21 days or 19 days on this Monday to the game with the Rice Owls. Before we start and uh, begin the proceedings, let us thank our presenting partners at Grande Equipment, our friend Wes Murray and Weston Murray, his team, understanding your reputation when a time for a big project, large or small, all you have is you know your reputation. And that project needs done on time, on budget, and hit your timeline. That's why Grande partners with you. Wes always tells me to tell you when you partner with Grande, that's the beginning of the relationship. Just earning the business is the first part. They are going to be there with you all the way to the end. Grande has operated that way for 31 years. They're not in the equipment business. Wes always says they're in the relationship business. Heavy equipment's their specialty, though. When you need that rice piece of equipment or multiple pieces of equipment for your project, they get what you want when you need, quickly, without hassle, and any uncertainty of it being job site ready and ready to complete the task. That's what they're about. Uh, uh, they got equipment from all major manufacturers. As an independent dealer, uh, they can work with uh, 
uh, everybody, Caterpillar, John Deere, Komatsu, Volvo, heavy equipment sales and rentals is what they do. Uh, they are the best. They also have a renewable, renewable energy sector that has come online in the last few years, big time, supporting solar projects all over the country. The Grande is your international independent dealer based right here in Central Texas. Find them online at grandeequipment.com. You won't work with better people than Wes and Weston and his team. I promise you that. Remember, Grande doesn't overpromise. They over-deliver no matter the size of the project. Let's get it going for uh, four quarters each episode. Diamante Tucker-Dorsey coming up. Full update on the Longhorn recruiting win from Thursday. But uh, let's start with our first quarter presented by the TexasMortgageGuy.com. Our man Carlos Carrion. Carlos is your man to call. We're going to talk to Diamante Tucker-Dorsey, who's off into a career in real estate. If you need a mortgage, our man Carlos is your guy. He's a viewer every week. He loves hearing from you, uh, multicast viewers in the Eyes on Texas community. Uh, log on, get to know him, thetexasmortgageguy.com. We'll tell you more about him coming up. But the AP preseason top 25 is out as of today. No surprise, Georgia's number one. They're going for the trifecta. They look to become the first team to win back-to-back-to-back national titles since uh, Minnesota during the Great Depression. That's how long it's been. Remember, Texas, how about Texas? The last two teams that had a real look at, at three straight, Nolan Hogan, our digital producer, is your last three teams, a couple teams that had a look at three in a row. Nebraska, in the mid-'90s, had a chance at three straight. Texas beat them in the Big 12 championship game. In the first year of the Big 12, Texas knocked them off in that amazing James Brown, uh, Ricky Williams game uh, that, that, that knocked off Nebraska. They win that game as a 21-point underdog. Nebraska didn't get the three-peat. Then USC in the middle 2000s was going for three in a row. The Trojan Army with a chance to win three in a row. Texas beat them, Vince Young and company in the Rose Bowl. So Texas has been the upender in each of the last couple occasions that we've seen a team try to win three in a row. Georgia got 60 of the 63 first-place votes. So they are long and away the preseason number one team, even without Stetson Bennett. Any issue with Georgia at number one, Nolan Hogan? Uh, based off of last year, I don't think you can you can argue against. Kind of feels like Georgia and everybody else. They just continue to reload. Kirby Smart has done an amazing job. Uh, they're going to reload at quarterback. So good on defense. But if there's a team that can beat them, I think Michigan at number two is one. Uh, Jim Harbaugh has made the prediction. They think twenty of their players will be drafted in the NFL next year. Now that's Jim Harbaugh. He likes to come at you like a fist to your face. But uh, he thinks they're going to break Georgia's record for um, you know NFL players drafted next April. Uh, and look, man, they, their offensive line is the number one offensive line in the country. J.J. McCarthy is back at quarterback. Blake Corum, the running back who got hurt last year, he's probably the first running back off the board next April. Big-time player behind a great line, and McCarthy's a really good player. Plus, their defense is salty. Michigan has to be a, a contender. Ohio State in their same conference at all, in the Big Ten. Michigan has flipped that rivalry script. They're at number three. They got one first-place vote. Then it's Alabama at four, who the Longhorns play week two. Then it's LSU. Then it's USC, then it's Penn State, then it's Penn State. So three Big Ten teams in the top seven, uh, four, no, three uh, SEC teams in the top seven or six or five, I should say, three SEC teams in the top five, three Big Ten teams in the top seven, and then sprinkle in USC uh, in there as well. Uh, Florida State is eight, Clemson is nine, Washington is 10, who the Longhorns ran into in the uh, Alamo Bowl last uh, December. Michael Penix is back. All those receivers, they're a top-10 team. Texas comes in at number 11. They were 12 in the coaches' poll. They're 11 in the uh, the AP media poll. I think that's about right. I think that's about where they should be. Uh, they have an opportunity. Everything in front of them with all those teams ahead of them that are playing interconference games 
Longhorns are the highest-ranked Big 12 team. Uh, you know, Georgia, LSU, Alabama, all in the SEC. Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, all in the Big 10. They're going to knock each other off. Texas, you know, if they handle their business, they can even lose to Alabama week two and still be right where they want to be if they handle their business and achieve what this team's bar and ceiling seems to be. Any issue, Nolan, with Texas at 11? I don't think so. I think it's all about execution this year and uh, just getting getting the job done and winning your games. Tennessee is 12, Notre Dame 13, Utah 14, Oregon, the Ducks are 15, uh, Kansas State, the defending Big 12 champions. I think they got to feel a little slighted down there at 16. They won the Big 12 last year. They bring a lot of people back. Entire offensive line, quarterback, Chris Kleiman, a championship-level coach. They're down at 16. TCU, 17. Oregon State, Wisconsin now with Luke Fickle. Oklahoma is 20. Uh, Wisconsin, 19. Texas A&M comes in at number 23. So that's your AP poll. Longhorns at our, our 11. Uh, but let's recap the scrimmage from Saturday. Uh, for folks who aren't aware of the schedule, Longhorns began camp a couple of weeks ago. Uh, get yourself acclimated to the heat. Get everybody in good shape. Get everything set. They went into full pads uh, late late last week. And then they had their first full scrimmage. They're going to have two full scrimmages here in tr- training camp, the month-long training camp. Uh, this one, uh, Steve Sarkeesian said, was more of a show me what you got. Let's see it. And they did rest some people. Uh, Xavier Worthy didn't participate. Uh, they had some other guys. Uh, you know, Jordan Whittington left early with a hand injury that it turns out it's no big deal. He w- had x-rays. He should be fine. He actually practiced today. Uh, so no big injuries is the number one thing that came out of Saturday's scrimmage. But Sark said he wanted to see what everybody had. And he said the next scrimmage uh, coming up next Saturday will be a depth chart scrimmage. They're going to try to, okay, this is let's, we're, we've been here three weeks now. Next Saturday will be where we firm up what our depth chart looks like, who's the ones, who's earned the starting job, who's the twos. What stood out from this week is that DJ Campbell, the five-star sophomore from Arlington Lamar, redshirt freshman, whichever he's labeled, uh, he got the start at right guard with Kelvin Banks at left tackle, uh, Hayden Connor at left guard, Jake Majors at center, DJ Campbell at right guard, uh, Christian Jones at right tackle. That was your offensive line. Uh, that's a change because Cole Hudson had been your starting right guard last year. DJ Campbell, though, five-star player. Is he reaching that ceiling? Uh, Kyle Flood, the offensive line coach of Texas Believes, he has eight players, eight guys who can rotate in and really play on the outside and the end. They've done an incredible job of recruiting on the offensive line. It's gone from an absolute weakness of the program to a strength, and that depth chart will be out because obviously after this coming Saturday, Nolan, they're two weeks from game time. That's they're back in school now. Uh, it, you know the playtime's over because by the following week you're into game week. You're into preparation mode for Rice and Alabama and Wyoming and your non-conference. Um, you know the heavy lifting, whether it was spring practice, winter workouts, the summer. It's all coming to a culmination with that depth chart scrimmage next Saturday. Yeah, I think w- once you know your your position on that team, and even if you're the two man or the the starting guy, it really sets your mindset for that year. So if you're you're confident as the one and you're Xavier Worthy and you know you're the one guy, nobody's coming after you for that spot. You're not competing at week one or competing week two. Yeah, and there's a lot of hay in the barn at this point from back in January, winter workouts through spring, through summer. You know, you had a chance here in the first couple of weeks of camp to maybe show you had a great summer and you're ready to earn that spot or beat somebody out. Maybe DJ Campbell has done that. Maybe there's some other spots of competition that we've, you know, we've seen. But, man, you, you kind of you solidify who your two deep is. And this isn't the Tom Herman regime where guys are going to rotate through. Right. The starters are the starters. Yep. The backups are the backups. You earn that spot. And you don't come off the field unless you're tired or hurt, right? Mm-hmm. You stay on the field as the one. And they'll rotate guys at defensive tackle. They'll rotate some guys on the offensive line. Everybody will play against Rice at 230 in 19 days because mm-hmm. it's going to be 1,000 degrees. 
threes and everybody will play. Uh, but we're talking about that Alabama game, the games that matter in the Big 12. Uh, your two deep will be solidified coming up this week and into Saturday. Also, standout performances in the scrimmage from A.D. Mitchell. He continues to be, you start thinking about the best players on this team, your foundational players. You need Quinn Ewers to be that guy. We're going to hear from Quinn here coming up but at quarterback. But Kelvin Banks, foundational player at left tackle. Xavier Worthy, foundational player at receiver. Jatavion Sanders, tight end. A.D. Mitchell, mm-hmm. I think, is joining that conversation. He is joining that conversation. Uh, he's had a wonderful offseason. He had a great spring coming in from Georgia. And everybody, every practice report you get says A.D. Mitchell stood out. Mm-hmm. Stood out. Every practice, every scrimmage, A.D. Mitchell can play. Uh, he's won two national championships in Georgia. He's brought that swagger to the Texas program, A.D. Mitchell standing out. But maybe the biggest piece of news from Saturday's scrimmage was Alfred Collins, who I know, Nolan, you saw in high school down at Bastrop Cedar Creek, kind of an enigma basketball player who's trying to learn football with just a mammoth. Got all the intangibles, all the uh, uncoachables. He had a great standout scrimmage. He was making plays. If the light comes on for this guy, the Texas defense can go from good to great. Yeah. Because next to Byron Murphy, next to Baron Sorrells, everybody else they have, Jalen Ford at linebacker, everything they have, deep secondary, that guy is maybe, if you've talked to NFL scouts, the most talented player on the defense. When his motor's running, when he's playing high-octane football, uh, Alfred Collins, by all you know, eyewitness and insider reports, had a great scrimmage. That's a great piece of information to hear. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've said it before that his flashes that we've seen have been phenomenal from his interception going up and picking the ball off at the line. Like that's just a little bit of what he he can do and if he can bring that energy consistently, it's just it's a whole new world for the Texas defense. Yeah. He's a he's an NFL caliber player, there's no doubt. Uh he and Tavondre Sweat, Byron Murphy is one of those foundational really good players for Texas in the middle. Uh, I think Baron Sorrells can be that for them, too. Uh, really starting to develop those those core guys, uh, and that's where the leadership comes from. Also, Arch Manning. Arch Manning had a very strong day. His dad, Cooper, and family were in town to see it. Arch, including uh, looking very decisive with his reads, actually more decisive from than Malik Murphy mm-hmm. uh, with his reads at quarterback, getting rid of the ball, distributing the ball to a lot of different receivers. He also broke off on a, on a scramble play for a 50- or 60-yard touchdown run. Uh, showing some speed. Remember, Arch was a you know basketball champion in, in in high school. Led his team Isidore Newman High to a state basketball championship. He's a really good athlete, and he ran away from the defense. He's probably the most athletic of the quarterbacks. Uh, whether you're th- considering Quinn Ewers, who's you know not the most athletic guy, but he's got the big arm. Uh, Malik Murphy's just a giant looking guy. Arch is probably the most athletic and the fastest of the quarterbacks. That reminds me of a a video we saw back when he was coming out of Newman. His senior year, he had a similar 60-yard scramble, ran down the field, and every every comment was, "These guys, this defense is is terrible. Like these defenses, why can't guys, they catch why him? Why can't they catch him? Like he's just a little white dude running around. Like what is what's going on?" But now you see it is he was really making plays. He's really athletic. He's really got that speed. He can dunk a basketball. I mean, he's that yeah. kind of player. And I think we've seen with Arch Manning, he's got the baby face, yeah. right? He's got the baby face. But he also, we've seen the picture with his shirt off and the abs. I mean, he works out. He looks great. And he can run. I mean, he's an athletic guy. And he's got that competitive Manning vibe. Now, Steve Sarkeesian did meet the media today after practice and talked about the scrimmage, said Arch was great. He said he's really come fast. Uh, but said the, the the backup quarterback battle still wide open. The starting quarterback, obviously, is Quinn Yours. We're going to hear from him here in a moment here on the Eyes on Texas multicast powered by Grande Equipment. Also, one other highlight from the scrimmage that a true freshman quarterback, Malik Muhammad, picked off Malik Murphy for a pick six. 
Uh, Anthony Hill had some plays. So C.J. Baxter got some run at running back. So this is a very deep team for Texas with veteran leadership. But Arch Manning, uh, you know, Anthony Hill, Malik Muhammad, C.J. Baxter, there's going to be this influx of youth with the veterans, and that's really what makes this team deep and talented. Malik Muhammad out of Dallas South, South Oak Cliff, that South Dallas corridor that we're going to talk about coming up when it comes to Colin Simmons, the Duncanville commitment, uh, Malik Muhammad. One of those dudes, a, a five-star player a year ago out of SOC. Uh, all right, let's hear from Quinn Ewers. Uh, you know, the, we've all agreed the ceiling to this year's Texas football team likely to be predicated on the quality of season that Quinn Ewers has. You know, that starts with Steve Sarkeesian and game planning and play calling, but the talent is there. Quinn Ewers has to have a high-level season, finally showing he can build and develop. And Sark has to show he can build and develop a championship team, right? Lead a team to a championship. Quinn Ewers can be a big part of that. Ahead of this weekend scrimmage, uh, Quinn Ewers met the media, talked about his slim down. He played at 218 last year. He's down to about 195. Uh, let's hear from uh, from from Quinn on you know who you'll if you saw it. He's got the buzz cut now. Uh, he's completely clean shaven. He's going to the military. He's down 20 pounds, and he says uh, it's all about diet. It's all about attention to detail. Yeah, I mean I laid off the Chick Fil A that I was having a lot. <laughs> Big Chick Fil A fan. Um, and you know just not as much fast food. I was more focused on you know. Eating what what the university provides, um, you know, high higher doses of protein, less carbs, um, you know, more vegetables, just just the healthy stuff, man. Nothing nothing too much to it besides just trying to eat healthier. All right. Uh, also from Quinn Ewers, he's taken on a new role in leadership. That's been noticeable. Last week on the Eyes on Texas multicast, we heard from Jatavion Sanders. He said ever since he cut the mullet, he's been a whole different guy whole different guy he's like grown up and it happens you know, for for people they go from kid to, to adult pretty quickly when with, with much who is given much is expected Quinn yours obviously Arch Manning's now on campus Malik Murphy's pushing you either got to step up you know get up or get gone uh, all accounts Quinn yours has gotten up and uh, here's Quinn on embracing that new leadership role after kind of swimming in the fishbowl last year of being a, a freshman at Texas yeah I mean like kind of like what he was asking over here, I'm, I'm kind of more able to, I'm more comfortable, um, you know, in my skin and I'm able to tell people kind of what to do because ultimately, um, you know, I'm around and I'm, we're guys who, who knows what it's supposed to look like and, you know, I, th- I feel like we're really bought in this year um, and I think that goes all the way back to how we treated this offseason in the winter and in the summer, I think, you know. This offseason, I mean, it, it was an offseason and it didn't really feel like an offseason. I think we kind of attacked it like it was a normal season, like, like it was football season. Like we, we attacked it with, with the right mindset. All right, Nolan, we've also had the accusation on the morning show that I do in Austin that you sound like Quinn yours when you talk. Yeah, I got a text at six, <laughs> 6.30 in the morning. I'm getting out of bed and Ty Henderson saying, dude, you sound exactly like Quinn. And I'm like, I don't, I don't believe that. And as when I heard that clip, it's it's pretty similar. You guys sound alike. We do sound alike. Yeah, you sound alike. Y'all are both like twenty year old white guys. We're like the same guy. You're the you same age. Yeah. yeah, man. You look like Spicoli down at the uh, the drive-in, having I mean, a good time. Your hair was the same length at one point. Hair is long. You need to maybe cut your hair too. Maybe that would change you too, Nolan. Maybe you'd no, be good no. to you'd go go short hair, buzz cut. We've been there. We've done that. You've done that. I remember when you had short hair. Uh, Okay, that's our first quarter. little recap of the scrimmage. Texas number 11 in the AP uh, media poll. Our first quarter uh, closed on time. Our man Carlos Carrion, the Texas mortgage guy, online at thetexasmortgageguy.com. When it's time for that new mortgage or refi, 
uh, or buying that home. We're going to talk to Diamante Tucker Dorsey coming up. So if you are buying a house, uh, we're going to hear from him. He should be your real estate agent. You should close it with our guy Carlos at thetexasmortgagegeguy.com. And it's always better to work with a an expert in the field, obviously. You want someone who knows their stuff. And uh, my man, my friend Carlos, is born and raised in Austin, Texas, lifelong Austinite, knows this market like the back of his hand. He's a diehard Longhorn fan. But you want someone who knows it, knows his stuff, like Carlos does, but also a diehard Longhorn fan, uh, like yourself. So it works better. It's uh, like-minded, like-minded people, know the lay of the land, and uh, you can just talk ball and get your deal done. These are huge problems, right? And that's where Carlos separates himself from the, from the pack here. He's not there to just help you. Uh, with a quote. Everybody can do that. Anybody. It's your guide to helping solve problems, strategize one of the most important decisions financially you'll make in your life, whether it's a home buy, a refi, a rental property. Let uh, my my friend who's a great communicator, who has got finance response times, uh, help you out. Carlos Carrion. He is online at the TheTexasMortgageGuy.com. I give you his phone number, but it's easier to find him online or on social media. Carlos Carrion, C-A-R-R-E-O-N, the Texas Mortgage Guy. Dot com. Don't forget the the. He is the TexasMortgage.com, and he's a founding partner for us here on the Eyes on Texas Multicast. All right, let's get our second quarter underway. It's always delivered by the Good Times, an incredible scratch comfort food with my, my favorite place, Hayes City Store and Ice House in Driftwood, Texas, an absolute destination location. Uh, they are tremendous, Travis and Tamara. We'll tell you about them coming up. But uh, it's all time for all things recruiting. All things recruiting, and as we are going to keep you posted on the Eyes on Texas multicast, last Thursday, last Thursday at Duncanville High School up in South Dallas, Longhorns received a commitment from their single biggest target in the 2024 recruiting cycle. If you're thinking last year in 2023, the single biggest target was who? Arch Manning. Arch Manning was the one. Longhorns landed him. Uh, and that led to a slew of other commitments of the Pied Piper effect that followed with Arch, and the Longhorns finished with a top three recruiting class. Uh, Thursday, game changer for the Texas Longhorns. Duncanville junior to be Colin Simmons, who led Duncanville to a 15 and 0 season as a junior. Uh, he, you know, they won the state championship for the first time in a long time since the 80s. And he, how about these? How about these numbers he posted? 33 and a half tackles for loss, so unblockable in run plays. 22 sacks, 20 more quarterback hurries. Lived in the backfield, unblockable on their way to a championship. He compares favorably to Metroplex pass rushers Vaughn Miller and Miles Garrett, both who played at AM. And there was a lot of thought this could be an AM conversation, but LSU became the main chief rival for the Longhorns for Colin Simmons. Uh, but think about this, Nolan. When Colin Simmons was a junior, he had 22 sacks. When Miles Garrett was a junior, he had eight sacks at Arlington Martin High School. When Vaughn Miller was playing at DeSoto High School up in South Dallas, he had 14 sacks as a senior, 22 sacks. This dude is a game changer. Freak. Let's hear from Colin Simmons um, from his part. He says what made the decision. He did an interview with Inside Texas after he committed to the Longhorns, put on the burnt orange cap and baseball jersey. He says a big part of this was Steve Sarkeesian and the connection genuinely he made with his family and his mom. Amazing coach. Like, you could tell he's family oriented, and they, that's that's what I look for the most is family, like in the school. And the way he treats me and my family when we step on campus is just amazing. Like, it's just crazy. Like, I mean, I can't explain it. I can't explain it. Like, you just got to go feel it for yourself. 
All right. Uh, he is, uh, and we hear that from Steve Sarkeesian over and over again. We'll hear it coming up with Diamante Tucker Dorsey, who played one year at Texas and says this coaching staff and this coach, Steve Sarkeesian, are the real deal. The genuine article that continues to work on the recruiting trail. And yes, NIL is a part of this. We know name, image, and likeness, and the opportunities at Texas are big. But uh, Steve Sark, don't, don't underestimate Steve Sarkeesian. Uh, and we'll hear from Jerry Hamilton coming up, our friend from inside Texas. Don't also diminish how big the Longhorns moving to the SEC is in the commitment of these players, Arch Manning and Anthony Hill and Colin Simmons last week. Let's hear one more from Colin, the big-time prospect, defensive end, pass rusher, also can play some linebacker. Uh, he says, you know what, the other part of this on my visit, this is another part of Steve Sarkeesian. We heard Mike Craven and say this many times over our multicast. Texas treats just like a business. This is about getting a great education, taking advantage of the NIL opportunities here, and getting off to the NFL. They don't sugarcoat it. Uh, they they talk to these players, you know, like adults, like they need to be if they're going to collect money through NIL. Here's uh, Colin Simmons saying that resonated with him. I seen everything I need to see. I seen everything I need to see. Every like how everything will be set up. How how the plan for me. The plan for me to be three and out, three years and out, two and a half years and out with my degree. I seen it. They showed it to me. They showed it how it would be placed. And that's just, that's just, I knew, I knew it was time. Well, there it is. I heard the plan. I heard the plan. Three years, get a degree. Mom's going to be happy. My mom loves Steve Sarkeesian. And I'll be off to the NFL after my junior year. Going to play early. They've got a plan for him in Pete Kwiatkowski's defense. Colin Simmons, a believer in what he can do at Texas. Let's hear from Jerry Hamilton now as our insiders weigh in on just how big this commitment is for the Longhorns. Uh, Jerry Hamilton, who's been working, you know, he helped find my co-host in the morning on the horn is Rod Babers. <laughs> Jerry Hamilton was doing it so long, he helped recruit, helped put uh, Rod Babers on the national recruiting radar when he was at Houston Lamar High School way back in uh, the late 90s and that's how long he's been doing this and he says Colin Simmons would not be a Longhorn if it weren't for proximity and for the Longhorns move to the Southeastern Conference. Close to home family mom look if family wants to stay in Texas uh, his little brother he's very very close to if that family wants to stay in the Dallas Fort Worth area and live in the Dallas Fort Worth area then that's a two-and-a-half, three-hour drive, depending on what time you leave these days, right, from Dallas to Austin. But Baton Rouge is six-and-a-half hours away, a plane flight at times. Uh, it's a long mm. drive. And I really think all that came into play pretty heavily, um, speaking with Colin a number of times throughout his recruitment. And you know, I'll say this for Texas fans out there wondering one thing. If people, are, if people still underestimate how big the move to the SEC is, Colin Simmons isn't committed to Texas today if they're not moving to the SEC. Wow. This recruitment was always SEC. He was always going to go to the SEC. If you just look at his recruitment, he made multiple visits to Bama, Florida. He went out to Georgia. He made six trips to LSU throughout his recruitment, six to Texas as well. Um, this recruitment was always headed to the SEC. Miami tried to make a run. Oregon tried to make a run. But, you know, look, kids are going to go on visits. But this this deal was an SEC recruitment. And All right, there's Jerry Hamilton inside Texas. Uh, without the move to the SEC, you can't underestimate how big this is for the Longhorns. So any Longhorn fans out there that are still doubting, man, maybe we should have stayed in the Big 12. They've added some schools. No, these kids want to play in the SEC. Give the Texas leadership, Jay Hartzell, Chris Del Conte, Kevin L. Tyfe, the credit knowing this is where this is going. The A&M had a distinct recruiting advantage being able to sell the SEC to prospects in the state of Texas. Longhorns are starting to swing that back. Swing that back. Arch Manning out of SEC country. 
uh, C.J. Baxter out of Orlando, Florida. Longhorns don't have four or five commitments from Orlando, Florida without being in the SEC. And now the latest being Colin Simmons, and it might be the biggest one. He's the best pure pass rusher the Longhorns have recruited in a long, long time. Let's hear from our own Mike Craven. We talked with Mike on our morning show on the Horn this week, and Mike couldn't be here tonight with us to record our Eyes on Texas multicast, but I did speak to him, and uh, Mike has been evaluating players in the high school ranks for a long, long time. He curated the Fab 55 at the Austin American Statesman for years. Now he's at Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Uh, We asked him about just how good is Colin Simmons. Yeah, I mean, he's up there as a pure edge rusher. You know, I think one of the more interesting things about Duncanville and Galena Park North Shore is they play each other all the time. And so, you know, for 12, 13, 14 games out of the year, you know, those kids dominate. They don't see a lot of guys that, that are as equal as them that they'll see at the Power 5 level. And then at the 6A Division One State Championship game, you see, you know, North Shore and Duncanville go up against each other. You get previews of, of college matchups, and you can kind of start to identify which guys stand out even in those situations. And if you go back and you watch last year's state championship win for Duncanville, the first time they got one over on, on North Shore, Colin Sims is unquestionably the best player on the field. And there's like 23 other FBS prospects out there. So uh, he's a really good football player who's played really high-level football. You know, at Duncanville, you're playing against, you know, a lot of future offensive linemen in, in the NFL. Um, a couple of that, you know, have been on the Texas roster right now. And so – uh, he's tried and true. He's really good. He can get off the edge. He can do a little bit of everything for you. And I think if you look at Texas's roster, you know, that's probably the one spot where we're, we're kind of questioning what they have there. So uh, a big get if they're able to land them and, and a kid who can probably come in and be a pass rushing specialist pretty quickly. All right, pure pass rusher. And gosh, Corey Redding, I remember when he was recruited, he was the USA Today National Player of the Year uh, coming out of high school down in the at North Shore. And But he was bigger guy, bigger guy, right? He ended up playing defensive tackle. In, in the pros for a long, long time. He bi- just grew into his body. Uh, I think, you know, the, the guy when I watch Colin Simmons, I think of two guys. One, Von Miller. Von Miller, he's got that great bend. He's got that great get-off. Von Miller came from DeSoto High to the Aggies now. And, of course, he's going to go to the Hall of Fame from the Denver Broncos. Uh, and then Miles, uh, uh, Will Anderson, who was just drafted by the Houston Texans. Colin Simmons will remind you of Will Anderson with his hands, his power. He's only 230 pounds right now, but he can put on – he can play 240, 245. He'll remind you of Alabama's Will Anderson, who the Texans just took, just with his suddenness, his aggressiveness, just a dog uh, getting after it. Those are two guys that really jumped to mind. One other from Mike Craven here in our second quarter on the Eyes on Texas multicast. Um, you know, let's let's hear one more from, from, uh, from Mike on – where he would rank him of his all-time pass rushers that he's seen coming out of the high school ranks. Mike Craven, one more time on on uh, Colin Simmons out of Duncanville. Yeah, I mean, if we're going just on on ranking, uh, Corey Redding, maybe a Sergio Kendall, you okay. know, those kind of guys. You know, Joseph Asai became that dude. You know, I don't know if we, we thought he would become as good as he was just because he was so new to football. I mean, Osai didn't know what football was until he was 10 years old, you know, when he watched it with his uncle. Um, and so I, I don't know if he was as uh, polished as, as Colin is, but yeah, I mean, a uh, uh, Corey Redding, uh, Sergio Kendall, like those kind of guys. I mean, this is a legitimate five-star top 10 player in the country, not just the state uh, type of kid. All right, there you go. Mike Craven, one more time. Good stuff. This is a big-time player. Now, the next question on the recruiting trail for the Longhorns here in our second quarter is, much like Arch Manning last June when he committed to Texas, there was a Pied Piper effect of big-time recruits that wanted to play with Arch. The same thing could happen for Sark. 
and the staff here because you're already hearing, even Colin Simmons said at his uh, press conference last Thursday, his availability when he committed to Texas, that I'm bringing Kobe Black with me. Kobe Black is a five-star corner from Waco Connolly High School right up I-35 in Waco. He's already said, Colin, I'm bringing him with me. Uh, There's also a big-time wide receiver out of St. Louis, Missouri named Ryan Wingo, who's a five-star player who – by all accounts, is really feeling good about the Longhorns and catching passes from Quinn Ewers and Arch Manning in this uh, in this offense. There's also a big time. Think about this: a defensive tackle, a five-star defensive tackle from Louisiana, Dominic McKinley, in the heart of LSU SEC country, also leaning Texas. There's also one other, a big offensive lineman from out of Modern Day High School in California. You know, Colin Simmons, the five-star, could lead to three or four, maybe five other five-star players, which obviously would put Texas back into the top three in the recruiting class, just like Arch Manning did last year. It's a big-time opportunity, and uh, we're seeing the pattern for Sark and his staff. They really do their due diligence. They identify the players they want to go after. They sell the message. They sell the program, as you heard Colin Simmons say, and the vision for that player and it's working, and they're uh, on their way to another great recruiting class. But Colin Simmons is a huge get. Let's also mention, as Mike Craven just said, it's a need position for Texas. They need pass rush. They need a game changer from the outside when they move to the SEC. It feels like uh, Nolan Texas is going to have the lines of scrimmage, offensive and defensive line. Bo Davis is doing a tremendous job up front. We just mentioned Dominic McKinley. But to win games in the SEC, you have to have those game changers, the Will Andersons, Harold Perkins, those guys you see at Georgia yeah. that change games, that 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 get big stops, force sacks, force fumbles, uh, and Colin Simmons is just that. Absolutely. I mean, for the past five, six, seven years, we've just seen monsters come out of that box from Georgia, Alabama, O-line, D-line, both sides. And I think with guys, when you have a guy like, um, what's his, uh, just got drafted from Georgia, defensive tackle. Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter. When you have guys like him, those the Kobe Dean, those leaders on that defense, that Georgia defense is one of the most stacked defenses of all time. Certainly of your lifetime. Of all, of yeah, lifetime. my lifetime. I've, I don't think I've seen. I think a you team go back close. to Miami of the early 2000s to have a defense that was that good, that dominant. Um, you know, Ohio State had some pretty darn good defenses back then too. Alabama, right. uh, Clemson with that great defensive line led by Dexter Lawrence and that group. But yeah, that that Georgia defense of two years ago and their first of their national championships just stacked. They're all playing in the NFL now because guy like Jalen Carter was an underclassman that year, right. and now they've been drafted. I think you're right, and look. That's where Texas is building. They're trying to stack recruiting classes. And this one with Colin Simmons now anchoring the defensive side of the ball. Anthony Hill was the five-star player from a year ago from Denton Ryan. Mm-hmm. And as we just said, could add a couple of more here, maybe more. Uh, we'll keep an eye on that on future episodes I think, of the Eyes on Texas multicast. I think we saw that discrepancy last year against Alabama when when you when you see that play with Bryce Young ro- rolling out of the pocket, getting almost take, almost sacked. By uh, it was either Demo or uh, it was Ryan J- Watts off Ryan the corner, corner, off corner blitz. And I think when you have when you have a guy like Ant- uh, Colin Simmons that can really just contain that edge and make sure he, Bryce Young's not going anywhere, that changes that whole play. That's fourth and fifteen there. Yeah. And now you're well, now you're difference makers deep different maker right. Yeah. There's no question. Longhorn's biggest priority right now for this season defensively is more sacks, more turnovers. Right. Because they had a high pressure rate last year, they played better on defense. But how do you go from a good defense to an elite defense? Sacks, turnovers, game-changing plays. 
All right. Hey, City Store brings you the second quarter every single week here on the Eyes on Texas Multicast. Uh, if you haven't been to Hay City, what are you doing? I know it's been hot, but man, even if you go out these days when it's hot, they've got, if you got it on the ice house, you can sit inside with the air conditioning, but even outside, they've got the misters and the fans, and it's actually quite lovely uh, at Hay City Store. They're open for business, ready to serve your family into the football season. That patio's open every day under the canopy of oak trees with live music and the outdoor sports bar, the indoor area, Hay City Store and Ice House. Famous now for their scratch Texas comfort food that includes wood-fired pizzas, house ground burgers, over 53 beers on tap, and dang, are they cold. Uh, so much more as well. 8989 FM 150 in Driftwood, Texas. It's between Kyle and Wimberley on 150 on your way between, right about halfway into Wimberley from Kyle. You can also cut over from Hay City Store into Driftwood, into Dripping Springs, and that way uh, it's a great spot, and they are tremendous. Go see their complete mouthwatering menu online at HayCityStoreTX.com. HayCityStoreTX.com. Follow them on Facebook as well for the upcoming live music they're going to have. also want to tell you about their new restaurant, Travis and Tamara Tyndall, own Hay City Store, uh, locally owned. They also have opened a great restaurant in downtown Buda, Texas, just south of Weird, as they say, just south of uh, downtown Aust- or South Austin. One exit from where I live in Onion Creek. It's in Main Street on downtown Buda called Taste on Main, and it's phenomenal. If you love the raw bar and the oysters and seafood and steaks and great wine list and everything you want, a little higher-end type of thing, if you've got an anniversary, a birthday, or celebration, make sure you're finding Taste on Main. You don't have to go all the way downtown Austin to find a great steak and a great steakhouse and seafood. You can do it right there in downtown Buda at Taste on Main plus Hay City Store and Ice House. All right, before we get to Diamante Tucker-Dorsey, the uh, lifetime Longhorn in our third and fourth quarters coming up, let me tell you about our halftime. We always take a halftime. As we said, during our season, uh, we get to the football season, we're going to check in with a lifetime Longhorn. Actually talk to them on Zoom and keep up with those guys during the course of the year. But uh, before we get to the season, let's let's keep up with what's going on. Our halftime is delivered just uh, just the right pressure. By One Source Gas, your one-stop shop in Central Texas for all of your gas products. We'll tell you about Richard Strever and his great team there. But how about uh, NFL? All 32 NFL teams played a, pre- a preseason game over the weekend between Thursday and Sunday and it included a bunch of lifetime Longhorns making their debuts, including Roshan Johnson with the Bears. Now, B. John Robinson didn't play for Atlanta, didn't play a snap that tells you what they think about him. He's one of those... Put him in bubble wrap. We know what he can do. We're not going to risk an injury with Bijan. Uh, they've got a lot of a lot of weapons in Atlanta, but Bijan didn't play. Roshan did. Had uh, 54 yards rushing. Broke off a big 24-yard run where he ran through some arm tackles, throwing that tenacious, showing that tenacious run style. And you know what Roshan's going to be. He, people in Chicago are going to love Roshan Johnson. That is a city that loves their Walter Payton. They love their Mike Singletary. That's Roshan. That's how, that's how he is. He's cut from that cloth. City with big shoulders. That's a player with big shoulders. They're going to love number 30 for the Bears. Yeah, I think he's really going to strive in that system with with the running backs they have. They already have Khalil Herbert, and they're they're getting deeper there. So I think that if if he just gets the time and the 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 opportunities that the the Bears will bring him, I think he's going to strive. He's a perfect back for today. He's not like nobody's an every down back anymore right. in the NFL. Uh, but where Khalil Herbert, as you mentioned, is there. Uh, and then he becomes the guy that wears you out. Wears you out at 225 pounds. Uh, he's a guy that we talked about. The Cowboys should have maybe taken right. as a player, but instead they took Demarvion Overshone with the 90th pick. They could have taken Roshan there, let him slide into the fourth round where the Bears took him. But Demarvion's doing just fine, and man, he is off to a really good start. The Cowboys had their three weeks of training camp in Oxnard, California. Uh, he really showed up. Micah Parsons really taking a liking to him. Dan Quinn loves Demarvion Overshone. Of course, Dan Quinn the Really, the architect right now of the of the positionless football in the NFL, where 
You can play safety. You can play box linebacker. You can cover. You got to be everywhere for him. I'm just going to put you in a spot. I need you to play. Demarvion fits that. Now he's wearing number 35. Mm-hmm. He wants zero, right? He wants to be back to zero, like he was at Texas. He wants to be agent zero. But the Cowboys have told him you got to earn it. Got to earn it. We'll give you zero, but you got to earn it. Well, he's on his way. Let's hear from Demarvion Overshone. This is really cool. Of course, Demo is from ARP, Texas. Deep East Texas, tiny little school, and now he's playing for the Dallas Cowboys in his home state. This dude is just uh, so happy to be putting on the putting on the star uniform, putting the star on his helmet, and being a Dallas Cowboy. And he had to pinch himself uh, before taking the field on Saturday night against Jacksonville. I did definitely, you know, putting the jersey on. You know, I put it on for OTAs, but it was for pictures. But you know, putting it on and putting my armbands on and my sleeve, and realizing that. I'm going to do this for the Dallas Cowboys. You know, a lot of people dream about that. A lot of people say, man, I want to do that. And uh, I'm, I'm part of that 1% that, that got the chance to do that. So I, I definitely, before the game, took five deep breaths and just, just soaked it in. And like I say, I, I wouldn't want to be nowhere else. I'm, I'm glad to be here. And, you know, like I said, I'm looking forward to the rest of the year. All right, uh, so there's DeMarvion Overshone. Happy to be there, but he showed up. He made six tackles. He had a big third down stop. Uh, against. He went to, up against Tank Bigsby, the other rookie yeah. running back out of Auburn, stoned him in the hole and prevented uh, a first down. They had to punt. Jacksonville did. That was in the first quarter, so still early on in that preseason game. Uh, I, I pulled this for you here on the multicast because a couple of Cowboys insiders, uh, Brian Broaddus and um, Brandon, uh, Brandon Belt, Bobby Bell. Uh, Bobby Bell. Brandon Belt's a former Longhorn baseball player. Sorry, playing in the major league major leagues now. Uh, Bobby Belt, who covers the Cowboys, and is a lifetime Longhorn himself, by the way. Uh, they had some thoughts on what they've seen. They were out in Oxnard and covered Demar Vion in training camp through the mini camps, and now his first preseason game. Here's Bobby Belt and uh, Brian brought us an agreement that the Cowboys may have found a steal in the third round with Demar Vion Overshone. I thought of him as an early day three guy, but this is why the scouting staff gets paid the way they do is because they identify these guys that are really talented. And DeMarvian Overshone is somebody who has checked every box uh, during this process in terms of, you know, the OTA minicamp, the practices into the padded practices, now into this game where he stands up Tank Bigsby in the hole. That's a big running back who who makes his money, uh, you know, being a really physical runner. But DeMarvian Overshone, a guy who it's showing up on the practice field, it's showing up in the locker room, it's showing up on the sidelines as a leader. Just everything you're hearing about him right now, he seems to be everything the Cowboys wanted when they picked him at number 90. Yeah, I think you got him absolutely right, Bobby. I mean, I, I know that it's funny when you go through these, when you watch your university play these games, you kind of feel like you have an idea of where these guys are. Uh, you know, I, myself with you know, with Clark and with Cox, you with Overshone. The one thing with this, with Overshone, that I was super impressed was his ability to fit. You mentioned when he was able to take on Tank Bigsby in the hole right there. He didn't overrun the play. He was square to the line. He saw the opportunity. He knew it was a short yardage defense. He didn't give any ground. He was able to step up, make a physical play, and more importantly, make a a physical finish in order to, to get them off the field. All right, there's your halftime segment. We also know that uh, more Ojemo is making his way with the Philadelphia Eagles. We also have uh, Keandre Coburn uh, making his way with the with the in, into the NFL with the Chiefs. So uh, you know, good luck to all those guys and all through the season here on the Eyes on Texas multicast. Whether it's a Monday night episode that will drop on Tuesdays or come the season, what another former Longhorn, Shane Bouchelle. Had a great there you showing go. for the Kansas City Shane Chiefs. Bouchelle. Well, yeah, we're talking about the rookies. But, yes, there are guys in the NFL. Deshaun Jameson is another guy to mention because Deshaun Jameson, if you, there's a story in the San Francisco Chronicle this week, and I'm not a subscriber to that newspaper, so I couldn't read the whole thing. But the headline is they're talking about this guy like he was he's an already an all-pro. 
Mm-hmm. And he was an undrafted free agent for the 49ers. Kyle Shanahan, they played the Raiders on Sunday, and Deshaun Jameson is balling out. So, yeah, we'll keep an eye on all those guys. That's a that's an absolute uh, uh, foundation of what we're going to be here on the Eyes on Texas Multicast, talking Texas football on a week-by-week basis, uh, but also keeping up with those guys as they blaze their trail into the NFL, because we know you care about it, what they're up to every week, and uh, we'll introduce you and talk to those guys. And we're going to talk to, to Diamante Tucker-Dorsey coming up here in a moment. But uh, Halftime brought to you by One Source Gas of Austin. They are your Texas Compressed Gas leader. Uh, One Source Gas, which is a, started as a small company here in, in Austin, has grown like crazy. Uh, they're into San Marcos and San Antonio now for your compressed gas needs, such as CO2, nitrogen, oxygen, propane, and so many more. Uh, to various industries through the state of Texas, they help. Uh, One Source Gas is your leader for CO2 and providing CO2 services here for the hospitality t- hospitality industry, also medical industry, uh, so many others. They're the best. One Source Gas, locally owned, operated, have been here for 12 years and growing like crazy. They understand that exceptional customer service is the key with you and your success providing their products to help run your business. So if you have a bar or restaurant, Dental office, veterinary clinic, a business that has compressed gas needs, and you're looking for a better or the best CO2 or compressed gas provider, please find Richard and his team. You won't be disappointed, I promise you. One source gas, ATX.com. Spell out the word one, not number one, but one source gas, ATX.com, or give them a call. Uh, at their phone number, 214-8484. That's 512-214-8484. It's One Source Gas of Austin online. One more time at onesourcegasatx.com. Spell out the number one, please. Don't use the digit. All right, great stuff right there. Welcome back to our third quarter brought to you by Dr. Greg Eckert and his partners at Brain Vault Technology. It's time to play hard but play safe so adults and kids can play hard but play safe with their Brain Vault Technology, the mouth guard. That's more than a mouth guard. Optimally aligning the lower jaw position, strengthening neck muscles, minimizing concussive forces in this day and age. You want to prevent concussions and still play football? We'll tell you about Brain Vault coming up. But coming off of our halftime segment, we're talking and really excited to be joined in the studio uh, for episode 16 or 17, where are we at, Nolan? Uh, by Diamante Tucker Dorsey. He was a one-year Longhorn, but, man, won the hearts of Longhorn fans. He was five years a player at James Madison University, came to Austin through that always fun transfer portal, <laughs> and uh, played one great year at Texas. And here he is wearing his cowboy hat. You know I'm in full dress mode. <laughs> well, looking great, man. You had an event today, and we appreciate you coming in. Mike Craven, my normal co-host, is out today. He's got an event for Dave Campbell's Texas football. He's got to work, right, do the, the real job. But uh, you jumped in this thing, and, uh, man, it's great to see you. Can't wait to talk to our audience about you and your new career in real estate here in Austin, uh, which I think is going to be for our audience to know just how important NIL and the connections you can make through the name, image, and likeness in, huge, in, in Texas can, can help. But let me start with this. In our halftime segment, we just heard from DeMarvion Overshone. Oh. He's playing with them Cowboys. My boy. <laughs> how about that? You see number 35? He's- yeah, yeah. I just talked to him the other day, man. I'm going to go see him in a couple of weeks when they have their um, open practice. But really proud of my guy. Um, so excited to see him, you know, live out his dream. And we had long conversations about that because we were roommates, um, you know, like in a hotel before games and, and also during camp last year. So, just seeing them really live it out. And not just him, but, you know, all the guys, you know. Roshan and Bijan. And, and uh, Deshaun Jameson and, and Coburn. You know, just seeing all of those guys. Cook, he was out there too. So, just seeing that, man, that just put a huge smile on my face. I love that. And uh, 
you know, we'll talk about it coming up, but you made a choice to go into real estate over going to an all-star game yeah. that I think is one of the more mature things I've ever heard from a former, <laughs> uh, from a UT player, a, of a college player, which, you know, it, it goes into your, your, your journey and your plan. Yeah. But man, to, to hear you, to talk to Demo and he's playing out, he's balling out. Balling. He wants to be zero, but he's got to earn zero, right? Gotta he's got, he's got to earn that. That's all right. That come with the game. That come with the territory. He gonna he gonna handle his business. Has he told you anything about Micah Parsons and uh, learning from like, a guy that's that talented and that? Nah, uh, that... I don't want to bother him too much right now. He in camp, so I don't. I really try to you know keep the questions to a minimum. But you know just you know making sure he's all right mentally and um, you know staying focused and, and as far as that go. But we are gonna have that conversation when I go see him. That's awesome. Well, yeah. it's so cool to see it, and uh, we'll hear. We heard from him a minute ago in halftime. He's just he can't believe he's wearing a star on his helmet. He grew up in, in East Texas and yeah, yeah, yeah. now he's a cowboy. I mean, that's a big deal. Now it has to be a, a insane feeling, man. Like I said, me and him talked about it a lot. And uh just to see him get picked up by the Cowboys, I was I know I just I just knew, you know, him was smiling ear ear to ear. Um, you know, having that experience and coming up, you know, living in Texas, then going to the University of Texas, that's a that's that's a dream, man. <laughs> no question. Uh, it's funny you, if you've been on Bebo Boulevard and watched the player walk down Bebo Boulevard. You know, you got the cowboy hat on. Demario yeah. would come in with the he'd have the hat, the duster. <laughs> he was he full the, cowboy man. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. He probably influenced me to wear this thing, man, because he wears it everywhere. I mean, we'll go out at night and he'll be having this on. So. He, he ain't faking it. He is no. a, he's a he's a cowboy. And it would sure. be like those hot hot August or September games. Yeah. And he's got the duster on. He looks yeah. like full cowboy man. Yeah. It's great. Love Demo. Love yeah, the Longhorns. And uh, good to see that they're doing well. I can't wait to uh, to watch them on Sundays now and Mondays and Thursdays in yeah. the National Football League. Let's talk about you, Demo or do uh, Diamante Diamante Tucker Dorsey with us. So five years you played at James Madison. Mm-hmm. You're out of the state of Virginia. Yep. Uh, that's where you started. You, anybody that sees you would say you're you're in great shape, but you're an undersized linebacker. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I had a great time, a great experience, and was blessed to go play at that level and um, turn it into something more. But um, you know, I wouldn't have changed anything about it, and I'm glad that it went the way that it did. Well, here's where you know some fans get frustrated with the transfer portal and how it all works. But and you you played five years at James Madison, which at that level of football is a really good program. Yeah. Great Quality program. program. Yeah, we won four And you set records for tackles in a season, and you were a tackling machine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know we talked recently where you talked about when you entered the transfer portal, you had no idea. You thought you were going one place. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the portal, there's all these other options that yeah, you yeah, didn't yeah. even know would come. Tell us about that. Um, I mean, like you just said, and like I've said, you know, before, I really didn't ex- know what to expect. I honestly just wanted one extra school to, um, you know, give me a chance to go play on a bigger stage. I thought you were going to Central Florida, right? Right. And, um, you know, I played at JMU for five years, and I felt like I gave everything that I had, you know, to give to that school, and uh, we, we mutually benefited each other. Um, I grew a lot while I was there. But I'm thinking, you know, with, a, with an extra year in COVID, it had to be a sign. For me, it was a sign from God to say, you know, go 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 take a chance on yourself. And, um, you know, that's, that's, that's what's – was part of it. I had a lot of, um, you know, question marks as far as my size go and if I could, you know, play at, the, at that level, at a higher level. And um, I just wanted to give myself the best opportunity, you know, go to the NFL. So um, I, I took a risk and uh, I, I won. <laughs> you're winning. You're I winning. Won. Yeah. Well, so you thought you are going to Central Florida and then you're into the portal and all of a sudden you hear from all these coaches, yeah. like including Texas, that, yeah. hey, we want you to come fill a spot for us. Yeah. Um, that was the craziest, like, 24, uh, 48 hours that I've ever experienced. I mean, my phone literally didn't stop ringing. I was on the <laughs> phone for uh, 
24 hours, like, in two days, though. Like, <laughs> so the only time that I wasn't on the phone was when I was asleep. Um, that's how, um, you know, how much how good my recruiting process was going and, you know, how coaches was reaching out. And, you know, it was so crazy because it wasn't just coaches. They were, like, calling my family, calling people back home to call me to tell them to answer them. <laughs> so it was uh, everything that I didn't have coming out of high school and everything that I thought it would be was what it was. And it was – I think it was, like – you know, it was even better because it was such a short span of time. Like, you know, when you're getting recruited in high school, they have time to vet you. They're not all calling at once. You might get a lot of offers, but it's not all at one time. Like, I literally had – I can't even tell you, probably like 20 offers in two days. <laughs> <laughs> and these were all Power 5, you know, Group of 5, big-time schools. So it was like – it was overwhelming for for a quick second. But um, I, I embraced it. I was blessed, man, still blessed. Um, you know, it was it was a crazy experience, though, for sure. Before we get into why you chose Texas, mm-hmm. uh, in all of that, that whirlwind of forty eight hours and all the offers and D one schools and big schools, SEC, yeah. Big Twelve, all over, <laughs> everybody wanted you because you were a productive player. Yeah. And this is the transfer portal era uh, that you know you can watch tape on Diamante Tucker Dorsey and say this guy can play. Yeah. This guy can. This guy's a baller. Yeah, I want him yeah. on my team. I'm not taking a risk on a. High school player, I'm not sure yet. This guy can play, and he's yeah. shown it, and he's a, he's an, a mature, older guy. But to your maturity, you mentioned COVID and the blessing that that was. I think all of us went through COVID and had some soul searching to do, and 100%. looking at ourselves, and yeah. whether you're you're my age or your age, it's uh, that was a lot. Yeah. And um, you told me you sold steak knives, like yeah, you yeah. started selling cutlery, yeah, during COVID because you didn't know what football was going to be and what the world was going to look like. That is. I mean, that's your initiative was to, okay, let's find something new. So tell me about selling cutlery. Um, So I got into <laughs> it. I I mean, I think everybody kind of knows what Cutco is. They just didn't really realize it. But um, I had just got like a card saying that they pay like $17, $18 an hour uh, or, or per appointment. And I was like, man, what is this? But it was COVID, so I didn't have nothing else to do. So I looked into it, man, and um, it was like a quick – training program you had to go for like three days in a row and it was unpaid but you could start getting paid after that so that's really it was just something to do um you know during that time we literally had nothing else to do I couldn't work out at the facilities and I wasn't um you know you couldn't be around too many people and it was a virtual thing um so it was a great opportunity for me and um I ended up doing it um was really good at it (laughs) (laughs) like I am at a lot of a lot at a lot of stuff and um, I sold like I want to say like ten thousand, I like, yeah, like eleven thousand in, in, in knives in like two months. Just, I just I only did it for the summertime, and um, that's kind of what sparked my. interest. You won your region. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of what sparked my interest in the real estate. I was doing a demo um, with with a broker, and he was like, "Man, you can sell knives. You can definitely sell houses." And uh, I ended up starting to get my license there. Didn't finish because um, you know then the world started to kind of calm back down and we started football again so I got back into it and um uh, had to you know I'm very focused so I can only do one thing at one time there you go uh so I I stopped then but that was kind of what started my interest in the real estate actually well somebody called you during COVID and tried to sell you some Cutco Cutler it might have been this guy yeah, right yeah, here yeah. Diamante Tucker Dorsey <laughs> I, was, hustling. I was closing them hustling baby always be closing <laughs> and we'll get into your new world as a real estate yeah, uh, yeah. agent and a growing real estate mogul in Austin Texas which I think is an awesome story yeah for our eyes on Texas multicast audience to hear but out of norfolk virginia lake taylor high school and then to texas so now five years at james madison yeah what what of all the whirlwind of offers what 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 sold you on ut 
Um, I don't think you can fake. Um, for me, I I think I have a a really good judge of character. Um, I have a a, a very real perspective of you know just being able to see through smoke and mirrors, and um, you know actually. Um, you know, seeing people for who they are. And I think that, um, you know, I, I related to the coaches a lot. They put their best foot forward in the recruiting process as far as making me feel wanted, you know, letting me know that this was a real opportunity. And, um, you know, it just wasn't about football. And that was something that I discussed with them as well, just, you know, understanding that it is a chance, it is a risk, like even if I, if I might get hurt, you know, or something like that, would I be protected and would I be taken care of? And, um on top of that, I always wanted to move to Texas, which is why I say it was another thing for me. Like, it was a sign from God that um, this was the right decision for me because I don't know why I've always wanted to move to Texas, but that's always been my thing. I've been saying it for years. And um, when I got that um, that offer, it was kind of – I ain't going to lie. I really wasn't really considering anything else, but I was still trying to, you know, uh, do my due diligence. And uh, when I got here, well, one of the first things that happened – um, Coach Choate was the one that, that reached out to me and me and him had a conversation on my first day um, in the portal and um, I had told him I had a, a visit lined up before, on Friday because they were trying to get me to come on Friday and I was like well I already got something um, so I'm, I'll come after and he was like okay and then the next day he was like you know what uh, even though I'm on this recruiting trip right now because he told me he was in Cali uh, recruiting a high school kid he was like would you mind if I come by uh, would you mind if I drop everything and just fly to you now I'm like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that right there stood out for me a lot. Like, hey, this, these guys are serious. They really want me. And um, me and him, he came. So what he he had to fly into D.C. and drive two hours to get to where I was. So that stood out to me a lot. Like, he's going the extra mile. Um, you know, so that 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 made it, that, that made it um, you know, really believable. And then me and him had a conversation, and we kind of had a lot of the same views, and we connected like that. So... That was a, a, a you know huge in, in, in impact in my recruiting. It's awesome, Jeff Choate, the linebacker coach at Texas. And it's funny you didn't hear it earlier, but we had Colin Simmons talking. Colin Simmons, the big five star mm-hmm. commitment out of Duncanville, junior. Everybody wants him. He said the uh, same thing you just said. Like when he, you know the recruiting process, Sark sold him on. We're going to try to get you a degree in three years, three and a half years. You'll be off to the NFL. That's our plan for you. Sold it to his mom and. You know, it, it's it's one thing to you know he's a five star. Everybody wants him in the country, yeah. number one player. You, know, you were a transfer from James Madison, but it does feel like this staff is pretty genuine in what they say, and uh, it's working. You know, people talk about NIL and the money Texas has and those kind of things, but there, there's still a relationship game to this thing. You'll learn that in real estate, but you still have to sell yourself. You just mentioned you're you have good instincts on character and people. I think that, that that bodes well for Longhorn fans who watch this most multicast. This coaching staff has a camaraderie to it and a and a genuine nature to it that I think is working when people ask how are they getting all these recruits. Um, I, I think it's uh I didn't really never mention this before, but now that you mention it, their camaraderie together, like at them as a staff and their relationships that they have definitely plays a part in it. Like they're a family in a sense and on their own, you know, separate from the team. Um, you know, they have a lot of respect for each other and, um, you know, it shows on the field and we kind of fed off that. I feel like, um, you know, just lead, following their lead in, in, that, in that regard, uh, which kind of, you know, brought us closer as a team. And uh, we were, what, it was the second year. So, um, you know, we had some kinks to work out, but I feel like we really took a step last year that led us to, you know, where the program is now. So 
um, that, that, that was definitely a, a huge part of, you know, their togetherness as a staff. I love that. And, uh, PK for our Longhorn fans, Pete Kwiatkowski, you, you played for defensive coordinators at James Madison, you know, football, mm -hmm. what do you like about him? What should Longhorn fans know about Pete Kwiatkowski who's calling the D? Um, I think just his knowledge of the game and, um, the way that he articulates it is, is the biggest thing. Like he makes it easy and, um, he doesn't really get too high or too low in situations when, you know, stuff not going rag and he, he listens to, but he's also, um, he's very, uh, detail oriented. Like he'll drill something to make sure that we get it down, um, if need be. And I think that's huge. You know, he doesn't really try to skip over stuff or, you know, it will get it corrected if it has to be corrected. And I think that's huge. And just the repetition It's not only repetition, but are we doing it the right way every time? And um, that builds consistency, and with consistency builds confidence. So. Well, coming up in our fourth quarter, we'll talk about your thoughts on this year's team and what kind of year Jalen Ford can have and some of these other linebackers, the young guys, which I know you've seen, Anthony Hill and Leona LaFau and some mm -hmm. of these guys. Uh, David Benda in his senior year. Yeah, Here's yeah. kind of where you were right. you know, in a fifth kind of year. But uh, one other thing, because I know it struck me when you were on our radio show, you know, you, you never had your head coach at James Madison's cell phone, but you had Steve Sarkeesian's cell phone for Longhorn fans. Mm. I mean, you could you could text him if you needed yeah, to. Yeah, no, nah, I didn't to. not have his, have his cell phone number. It was just more so we didn't really have a relationship that, you With know, the head coach. I felt comfortable enough, you know, going to on certain things or really anything. Um, but me and Sark, man, we have a, a great relationship. Had one then and still do now. If I call him, he'll answer. And, uh, you know, if I need anything, he'll he'll, he'll do what he can. And uh, he's a man of his word. He, he stand on, you know, his morals and his principles. And also, you know, he's very relatable to us, you know, because the way that his career went and kind of the ups and downs, he's, he's very open about that. And um, that stands out too. Uh, I think a lot of the guys just because – we all go through stuff and we all, you know, have our phases, especially during your, your your career in college, man. It's a lot of ups and downs. But I think, um, you know, the situation with Aja, when when he was going through what he was going through, Sark really was, um, you know, putting his best foot forward and trying to get him help. And, you know, that just speaks to, like I said, his character and his morals and his principles. He's a really great person, you know, before Not just football. Right, yeah. Ajay Hall, of course, transferred him from Alabama and really never found his way at Texas, but still didn't mean, you know, he wasn't going to help him. I think that's an awesome story. Uh, he is Diamante Tucker Dorsey, our very special guest here on the Eyes on Texas Multicast. Quick timeout, and we'll dive into our fourth quarter because I want Tuck's thoughts on this year's team and then what you're up to now. Uh, really excited to dive into that as well. It's Diamante Tucker Dorsey here on the Multicast that keeps you up to date with all things Texas football. Uh, one of the one of the, the great guys from last year, D DTD is what we call him. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right, uh, Demonte Tucker Dorsey. One more quarter. Let's finish this thing strong. It's the fourth quarter, right? You put your fours up, and we're ready to go. But uh, so, what are your thoughts on this year's team? I mean, I think obviously, you know, we've kind of called it the all gas, no excuses year. There's a lot to love about this team. Yeah, Big 12's wide open. Uh, I and the thing I love the most about it, uh, as someone who's covered Texas football for 20, 25 years here in Austin. Uh, they are they're embracing that like the players are the coaches are you're yeah. around it still uh they they don't shy away from it they're not afraid yeah. to say they think they should win the big 12 um i think at this point it's an expectation it's not really a goal it's that's the minimum right so i'm really excited about this year i think on paper man they can hang with anybody one of the best rosters in the country so um you know, in the third year with that staff and, you know, just the culture that we started, you know, last year and the year before that, just building on it. Um, you know, you got a lot of older guys now in the program that been through a lot. Now they know how to, you know, navigate a season. 
um, as far as preparation goes and then, like, just building on that culture, man, I think it's at an all-time high um, in, in, as far as it's been in, in recent years um, uh, from what I was told, you know, when I, when I came there. So I'm really excited about the season, really excited about the guys and, you know, I, I know they're going to have a, a huge season. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Hey, Tucker Dorsey for being here, as we said, to start that first part of our conversation. Uh, third quarter brought to you by Dr. Greg Eckert and his partners, uh, partners at Brain Vault Technology. You know, adults and kids want to play contact sports. You want your kids to play football, and you want them to play hard, but you want them to play safe, no matter their level. Pop Warner, into high school, even into college and pro. And that's what the Brain Vault is all about. It's more than just a mouth guard, folks. This is revolutionary stuff. Brain Vault optimally aligns the lower jaw in a position that strengthens the neck muscles muscles to minimize concussive forces. Con, you know, concussion, your brain bouncing around your head in there. If you can make your neck muscles stronger and position your jaw in the right place for contact to absorb that contact, it really is a, a game changer. Uh, that's what Brain Vault does. It also aligns the lower jaw to a position to the head and neck that allows maximum force during contacts. Uh, clenching the jaw in optimal position allows for um, the, the muscles of the neck to do their job and absorb that contact. Strong neck, neck muscles help to slow down the head during the contact, help minimize stretch and shear of brain tissue. That's what leads to TBI, the traumatic brain injuries. And again, this all wraps into one thing, which is the Brain Vault technology. It's not just a mouthpiece. It's new technology. And I want you to find it for your team, for your youngster, uh, if you're a coach or, uh, you know, you know the coach and you're coaching at whatever level, find out Brain Vault. BrainVault.com is the website. It's BrainVault.com, all one word. Uh, go learn more. You can get your whole team fitted for Brain Vault. And they're using this at the NFL level, folks. The partner for Dr. Greg Eckert and Brain Vault, his main partner is Drew Pittman, who's been 30 years an agent in the NFL. He has all of his NFL players wearing the Brain Vault technology uh, through three years now. They have not reported a single concussion. While we're in the Brain Vault technology, that is an important thing. So make sure you check that out. They bring us our third quarter, Brain Vault technology. And final quarter, Dumonte Tucker Dorsey still with us. We appreciate that so much. Uh, it's brought to you by Access Discount Healthcare. It's been created by pharmacists two, three years ago now to offer you a Netflix-style monthly subscription to help significantly cut your prescription drug costs. You can find it at yourfreerxdrugs.com. And we'll tell you more about that coming up after we finish our conversation with Tuck here on the Eyes on Texas multicast. Uh, so tell me about Jalen Ford. You played with him for one year. Yeah. Longhorn fans know he's kind of a three-star recruit. There wasn't much ballyhooed, and you know at Texas everything gets blown up. Yeah. Uh, but Jalen just worked his tail off, and he was as impactful as any defensive player in the conference last year. Yeah, in the conference. I think he should have won Big 12 Conference Defensive Player of the Year, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. He won games for Texas for you guys. Mm -hmm. He saved games. He made plays that changed games. Uh, an important place when yeah. it's time that we just need somebody to make a play right yeah, now yeah. or we might lose this game. Mm -hmm. uh, tell me about Jalen Ford. Uh just from the short time that I seen him last year, from like when I first got there, and uh, you know, as the season was going on, he grew so much um, as a player, but as a person as well. And I think you know those two go hand in hand. You got to handle the off field, you got to handle the on field, and if you do that, you'll you'll see the results. And um, just seeing what he was able to accomplish. I was very surprised just because of I didn't know he had that playmaking ability. Like, <laughs> we knew he could tackle, we knew he could fill a gap, but um, I think it was his his development in the, in the pass coverage game that really stood out to me, and uh, which really sets him apart from you know the average player, or not even average player, but you know other good defensive players. He 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 turns the he gets turnovers, and that's what it's all about: the ball, the ball, the ball. That's what we only care about. You know, offense and defense, and if you can do that as a as a, as a defensive player, as a box linebacker, you add value. Um, you know, so teams have to account for that. 
and um, you know that makes you now the central fo- central center focal point of the game plan, right? So that makes everybody else's job easier because they're gonna focus on him a lot because he can do everything. So um, really excited for him, and this year is gonna be the year. You know, football is all about politics. So last year, no matter what he did, because he hadn't did anything the first year, he wasn't gonna get the glory and, and the respect that he deserved. But this year. He gonna get it all. Probably gonna win defensive player of the year, Buckets Award, all that. So I'm I'm really excited for him. Yeah, and is it uh, film study instincts combination of both with him? I mean, because he just seemed to be in the right place yeah. all the time. And then there's good fortune, ball pops yeah, loose yeah, yeah. or whatever. Same time, you got to be in that spot, and you played that position for six years in college football at a high yeah. level. I mean, that's a uh, that's a combination of those things: being yeah. in the right place, good coaching instincts, and uh, and film study. Yeah, I think. Uh, he definitely his his grasp of the game is just only gonna grow, and that's gonna make him you know even better. Cause like last year being his first year starting, his stats probably would have been a little bit more better if he you know like this year his stats in the beginning of the year aren't gonna be, uh, you know like they were last year. They're gonna be even better because now he's not thinking as much. You know when you're a first year starter, you got a lot of, um, you know nervousness and, you know you just. It's, it's new for you, but now he's running the show, so it's different now. His confidence is going to be different. So I think that was the biggest thing as far as his development, just understanding the, how the game's played, the speed of the game, first year starting. So it kind of, you know, maybe started off a little bit slower. But this year he has nothing, nothing to worry about. You know, he knows what to do, how to do it, and, you know, he's also a leader now too. So he's going to step into that role even more, which is going to amplify his game. Uh, so he, he he equipped, he ready, he good. <laughs> <laughs> he good. Jalen Ford is the preseason defensive player of the year, the pick in the Big 12, and coming off that phenomenal year, uh, he, you know, the nervous, the, the, the control center of the defense right in the yep, middle, yep. he should be the guy. Uh, and as DeMonte Tucker Dorsey said, you know, it's not a, a goal to win the Big 12, it's the expectation to it's win the Big 12. Now tell me about uh, some of these other guys playing your position. Uh, David Benda, mm-hmm. he's one, because everybody's going to talk about Anthony Hill, and why not? Five-star player, huge talent, <laughs> yeah. out of Denton Ryan, uh, Leone LaFau out of Hawaii, uh, Darian Gallette. But David Benda's one of those guys that's put in his time, yeah. he's grown into his body, and it feels like everything I've heard, he's had a great spring, he's had a great summer, and maybe he's ready to step in and, and have that Jalen Ford kind of year that no one expects. Yeah, I think, man, for him, I think he's the X factor, really, if I'm being honest. I feel like if he goes out there and uh, you know do what he's capable of doing, and make a lot of plays, I think that's going to really elevate the defense. Like I said, they're going to focus on Jalen. So he has all the opportunity to go out there and really make an impact because he's going to kind of not be accounted for, which is a good thing in his in his right because, you know, this is going to be his first year starting. And um, the way that he works, and I'll tell you, he understands the playbook. He knows what to do, when to do, where to be. You know, all of that. Like, he's a computer when it comes to that. <laughs> you know, he just kind of got behind some guys that were, you know, like I said, go back to the politics, kind of, you know, just kind of got lost in the depth chart. But I think um, he has a lot to prove, and he's going to do that because of the way that he works. But um, above all else, all else, man, he's a great teammate. You know, for a guy to be, you know, in that position for so long and to still show up every day with the right mindset, and, um, you know, he helped a lot. Like, me personally, he, um, you know, any question that I had and – uh, or any question that a young guy had, or as far as you know, being a mentor to those young guys that we had last year, he was instrumental in that man. So I think you know it's time for him to get his blessing. So he's gonna go out there. He's gonna um, have a great year as well. David Benda, senior, fifth year senior out of Katy, 
who was a highly recruited player. And as you said, you get caught up. Demarion Overshone moves us into your position, <laughs> and it's all the stuff that happens. It's just yeah. the way. But and, and uh, I know fans want immediate success and that kind of stuff. But you know, it, you got to learn, and that's in any profession, in any job. Like you're re- learning real estate right now. Yeah. How talented is Anthony Hill? How good is this Leona LaFowle? These kids that uh, I know that uh, the Longhorns really put a lot of emphasis on bringing in to upgrade that linebacker spot. Yeah, I mean, I think the sky's the limit for those guys. And I think the good thing about them is they're going to play early and they're going to get those early game jitters out early. So now, um, you know, once they are a year in, a year, two two years in, three years in, they're going to have a, a, a complete holistic understanding of how the game is played, the speed of the game, and um, confidence-wise. So I feel like um, they, they have a, a very high, very high potential. And um, just the fact that they came in together is going to be great for the chemistry that they are going to be able to create. And I feel like they're going to be a focal point for a while here in Austin. Think about that. Colin Simmons, this year's five-star yep. best player in the state, Anthony Hill, last year's best player in the state. <laughs> uh, they can anchor that defense into the SEC. But uh, a lot of players on this team aren't ever going to play in the SEC. They want to win the Big 12 this year yeah, yeah, yeah. and move on with their career. That's why I think it's a, it's a really fun year because the singular focus is on Right now. Uh, don't worry about SEC. Y'all deal with that. We yep. want to win a championship right now. All right. Uh, he is trying to win a championship in real estate. Deontay <laughs> Tucker-Dorsey, tell me this story. You told it to us on the air on the horn mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. Uh, you had a decision to make. So while you were at Texas, you were connected through some NIL opportunities, which yep. this is why I'm a – for if you, if you, if you don't know, but for 25 years on the radio, I've been pushing name, image, likeness, players, getting, getting some – some some part of this yeah. huge pot of money that's going on in college huge, athletics. Yes, <laughs> uh, I know I got a lot of brushback. I was in the minority for a long time, mm-hmm. but now here we are. And you know, gosh, the, the gates have opened. It still needs work on. I mean, NIL, we understand it. It's got to be regulated and yeah, just yeah, the yeah, things yeah, that come yeah. with it. But man, uh, you got to meet Gary Keller. Yeah, through an NIL opportunity, Keller Williams Realty, the largest real estate company in the world. In the world. In the world. And you were selling Cutco knives, so yep. you've got a natural sales instinct. So I love this story. Let's start with with you chose to not play in, a, in an all-star game in mm-hmm. January because yeah. you had a chance to have a personal meeting mm-hmm. with Gary Keller, right. who is one of the most powerful real estate people in the world. He's written best-selling books. He's kind of the Pied Piper of real estate. Yeah. And so you thought, okay, I can go play and maybe be in the NFL or give myself a chance, or I can take this meeting with Gary Keller. That's that's a big decision for a young, a, you know, guy in his young twenties yeah. to make. Tell us about that that call you had to make. Um, honestly, man, it was God. I felt like coming to Texas, man, it f- kind of fulfilled all my football dreams for me. If I'm being honest, like it was big time football. I played in front of a hundred thousand fans. I think that's more than a lot of NFL stadiums. You sure, um, you know, got treated like a king, uh, you know, but got treated like family too, and then. I made a lot of money, and um, for me, money's not a, a motivating factor. Um, I have a, a higher purpose and a higher calling, and um, it just felt like, to me, football wasn't that that tool that was going to get me there no more. It no longer benefited me um, as far as, you know, just my my ability to do and control my, my destiny and what I had going on. So, um, And I've always been somebody that was kind of devil's advocate and always questioned a lot of stuff, so... I paid a lot of attention to, you know, the landscape of, you know, how my career would go. And I asked a lot of questions to former athletes and teammates that I know that was in the league right now. And just for me, it didn't make sense. And, uh, you know, I'm always somebody who, who takes the, the road that's less traveled. And uh, I just, I went with my heart. Like I said, God, that was the first time that God really spoke to me on a, on a decision. And uh, 
I just went with it. Haven't looked back since. And now, uh, not only have you did you have the meeting with Gary Keller, he's now kind of taking you under his wing yeah. as a as a young rising star in real estate. That's a big deal, <laughs> yeah. as I know our friend Nick Shuley said. You know, who can I put him with? And he said, No, I got him. Yeah. And Gary yeah. Keller has taken you and uh, taken you as a I don't want to say a project because that sounds. <laughs> negative but he just he said oh, i want to work with this kid yeah, he's got, no. like, got a lot to him and uh you know what does that mean when, when a best-selling author who knows the the landscape of real estate as well as he does people flock to hear mm-hmm. his message he's uh he's personally taking an interest in you yeah uh it's crazy the flocking to his message thing i didn't really realize how big he was until we went to uh family reunion but i mean <laughs> That's God, man. That's all I can say is God and uh, me just being who I am as a person, understanding my character, understanding my, you know, my morals and principles. And um, I think he noticed that in me and um, nothing happens on accident. It's not for no reason. And also, too, like I'm 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 pretty great. You know, it just um, like I said, just as a person. And I think, you know, he, he took notice to that and me and him really connected in that meeting, man. We probably talked for like an hour, hour and a half, two hours, just really, you know, about big, big situations, big life, and, you know, understanding what we kind of, what I kind of, what my vision was. And I think he really wholeheartedly believed in it. And uh, it's very authentic relationship that we have. And I talk to him all the time. I text him 10 o'clock at night. He up. (laughs) (laughs) He'll text me back. Like, we have those type of conversations. I have an office inside of his office, so I see him all the time. And um, it, it's really just a blessing. I can't really, you know, put anything else on it. It's just God. Well, now here you are working for Keller Williams Realty and a real estate agent. What's your pitch? I know uh, real interest rates are high. I know you've got a video that's <laughs> circulating about, hey, do the math. It just because yeah. interest rates are high, it's still supply and demand is where you want to be in this buying market. Mm-hmm. still time to buy right now. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely a time to buy, man. If you're worried about those interest rates, just think about, like you just said, the law of supply and demand. Uh, you know, demand's not high right now, and but the inventory in, in America is low. So what does that mean? Once the interest rates do drop and everybody else jumps in the pool, who's going to have all the leverage? The people that bought during this time because their home value is going to go up. So, uh, you know, it's, it's always a good time to buy real estate, man. It's always a good time. But uh, my pitch is <laughs> if you need a house and you, you want some information, and for me, I try to be an expert. Um, I want to come from a place of understanding and a place of, um, you know, expertise. So you're gonna, I'm, I'm going to educate myself the, the best way possible and having a, a mentor in Gary Keller. Um, I'm, not too many people have that. I'm, I'm probably the only one, <laughs> especially the way that I have it in the access. So um, you're getting one of the greatest minds um, in real estate ever, you know, backing me. And then I have an awesome real estate team as well that helps me with my transactions and, um, you know, through the whole entire process. So it's not just me, one person working by myself. I have a awesome support team so you're going to get taken care of man so uh, if you if, if real estate is something that you're interested in and you, you want to do a transaction you want to buy sell or invest um let's have a conversation and it's all over austin right all over austin all over texas anywhere i'm connected i'm connected, I'm connected. in texas i'm telling you right now nobody has the access that i do um as far as um you know market marketability i'm on i've been in you know sports illustrated i've been in the athletic I'm doing this. You're doing this. <laughs> you you're know, on the like I have, of multicast. I have, a, I have a huge reach. So especially if you're selling your home, I'm going to be able to put you in front of a lot of buyers. Um, if you're buying a home, I, I have a full access to all the knowledge that has ever been made in real estate with, you know, my team and, um, you know, my support system. So 
is not really too much better than you could go to. to well, Chuck, tell them how to find you because uh, earlier in the show we told you about our founding partner, Carlos Carrion, thetexasmortgageguy.com. Mm -hmm. If you need a mortgage, call Carlos. <laughs> go to thetexasmortgageguy.com. But if you need a house or want to sell a house, call call Tuck here. How do you, how do you yeah. they get a hold of you? Uh, Y'all can call me at 512-756-3992. Um, I do a lot of stuff on social media. Um, inst my Instagram is dtuck underscore. And then my Twitter is my, just my name, Diamante Tucker Dorsey. And uh, you can find me either three of those ways. Um, let me think. Or just call you. Call me. <laughs> call me. We will connect you uh, or, or to do a direct message to the Eyes on Texas multicast or me at the horn. Uh, I'll get you to, to Tuck right here. We'll make this happen. Man, thanks for being here. Can't yeah. wait to watch this football season with you and watch your growth. Uh, this is what a student athlete's all about, folks. Six years he played college football. Uh, came to Texas because God said this was a place for you, and now yeah. it's paying off. Yeah. Uh, the walls have been broken down between players and big, big, prominent, important people at the universities. I think it's a, such a great thing, and you're an absolute great story. So best success, my man. Thank you. And I know it's going to work for you, so thanks for being with us. I appreciate you having me, man. Diamante, Tucker Dorsey on the Eyes on Texas Multicast. Hook them. All right, fourth quarter brought to you by our prescription drug platform that you need to find. If you're on prescription drugs, you and your family, and your monthly bills, your annual bills, divide it by 12. If your monthly bills are, are killing the budget, and they're, they're a lot, and you've got is issues with your kids or you or your family, you need to check this out. How about this? Have you ever thought, man, I wish I could have a Netflix-style platform for my prescriptions where you pay a small monthly fee like you do to stream Netflix movies and shows, and then you can access the platform and get all of your prescriptions for that month free well, that's what this is, and uh, this is unbelievable. It is yourfreerxdrugs.com. That's the website, yourfreerxdrugs.com. As I mentioned earlier, created by pharmacists to help cut through the red tape and cut through the bureaucracy of big pharma. They want you to be able to get those prescription drugs without killing your wallet, killing your, your budget. And here's the deal. Once you get signed up at their website, there is no long-term contract. It's a month-to-month -month proposition. You can drop out at any time. Cancel whenever you want. And here are subscription numbers, $21.99 for a single person. If you're my son or here or, or me with my family or whatever, if you're an individual, it's $21.99. If it's a family of two people living at the same house, it's $26.99 a month. And if you're a family of three or more, as many as you've got, as long as you're living at the same address, $31.99 is your monthly fee to be a part of this platform. And prescriptions, you think, oh, well, they have all the prescriptions I need. Well, yes, they do. They have 96% of any and all prescriptions that you're looking for available to you under the free monthly service or picked up at over 64,000 pharmacies like Walgreens, CVS, HEB, all the others that you go to. And you can see if your drugs are included before you sign up. Just go to the website. And if you and your family members are paying more than $21 or $31 for prescriptions on a monthly basis, this platform will save you money. Let me get some raw numbers real quick. There are already 1.5 million Americans using this platform. They've collectively already saved over $100 million. And here's the thing. When I said earlier that it's a month-to-month -month thing, you can drop out anytime. The retention rate is 98.5%. That's right. Once you get signed up, you won't leave it because it will save you money and get you the prescriptions you and your family need for less. This is not insurance. It's not a discount card. It's a Netflix-style platform. Find it at yourfreerxdrugs.com. That's yourfreerxdrugs.com, all one word together, yourfreerxdrugs.com. Sign up and learn more. The website has all the questions answered for you. If you have them, they got videos and fact pages. It's all there, yourfreerxdrugs.com. 
And that's a wrap on this edition, a great edition. Thank you to Diamante Tucker Dorsey. Uh, thank you to Mike Craven and Jerry Hamilton, Colin Simmons, who contributed. Nolan Hogan, our digital producer. Griffin Hogan, our executive producer. It's the wrap on another edition of the Eyes on Texas Multicast. We are a product of the Republic of Football and Dave Campbell's Texas Football Podcast Network. We're powered by Grande Equipment and our five other founding partners. Thank you so much. I'm Aaron Hogan, morning show host at The Horn. You can find me every morning from 6 to 11 on The Horn at hornfm.com, the Horn app, AM 1260 and AM 1260 here in Austin. Uh, he is, of course, normally our co-host, the senior writer, Dave Mike Craven from Dave Campbell's Texas Football. He will be back next week. Thanks to everybody who joined us. It is the multicast that keeps you on top of all things Texas football. Uh, available to watch weekly on the Dave Campbell's and Horn Austin YouTube channels. Also available for download as of tomorrow through iTunes and Spotify. Tomorrow would be Tuesday, by the way. Wherever you find your favorite podcast. Have a great week. Hook them. <laughs>